cracking, you ain't with it. Hey, Mutiny Radio listener, it's six o'clock. It's time for Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. We're gonna we're getting a list together because it's a special festival, and you're gonna listen to Ace the Rapper out of Oakland. He gave me this CD. It's called Caution Try Me with Two Eyes. And we're going to listen to that for a little bit while we get everybody signed up for the Joke Workshop today with special comedians from the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020, fifth annual, here all week, live comedy programming from 10 in the morning until 10 at night. Ah, it's crazy! <laughs> uh, but we'll be right back with Joke Workshop. Stay tuned. Motherfuckers, and they run it, and they still in the lane. Now you cut off. Cut off. Cut off. Cut your ass off, cut off, no, you a odd bitch Rollin' with the opposite, no, you a odd bitch I'm on my block, you feelin' it, get dismissed And you poppin', no, you cuffin' these bitches They doin' dicks, you ain't even sayin' nine. I know you a odd bitch You rollin' on the block, you might get yourself shot Rockin' with my niggas, I know that we some savages Posted on the end of bitch, no, that is crackin', you ain't winnin' Taking try to send me off and I'm like where you at? Then I check on my rollie and you ain't even here. Try to send me off and I'm like what the fuck? You ain't even popped out. Know that you ain't taking.
try me, nigga. DJ Payne one. All right, here we are at the Joke Workshop. Uh, I'm excited. It's a very special Joke Workshop for the festival. Yay! So if you've listened to Joke Workshop in the past, you know how it works. Uh, This show is what we all make it. So take notes for each other. Be cool. Uh, Compliments are always great. Uh, tags if you're up top and nobody and everybody doesn't tell you what you want to hear take the opportunity to ask them questions because you have full four minutes when you hear the horn you have a minute take your whole minute and that's how that works we're gonna get it started all right in true comedian form no one signed up number one so number two's going first uh Put your hands together, everybody. This is her first time performing here at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. I'm excited to see her. Put your hands together, everyone, for April Gallaty. This is a decent, okay, good. Hey, everybody. All right, four minutes, right? All right, I'm going to do jokes I don't do very often, so. Well, let's see. Uh, my husband and I just got two ferrets. Uh, it's, you know, um, and uh, we're waiting on a third, but, uh, you know, I'm not pregnant. I just ate really well. Um, uh, I want I want to be like a ferret when I die because they're short, fat, and hairy, which I'm already that anyway, and they're expected to steal, so that's what I want to do. Uh, let's see. Uh, I was once reading an article about squirting, and, um, yeah, and I thought it was fascinating because I was like, I've never done that. And my husband goes, uh, yes, you did. You did it one time when you were really, really drunk. And I was guys, I think my really positive husband got peed on that night is what I think happened. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm dealing with menopause now. I just got a new tattoo on my chest. So when I wear like a low-cut shirt, it brings everybody's eyes back up here <laughs> instead of down there where my boobs really are. Let's see. Uh, I just got through doing a lot of, like, travel. So I, I, I listened to Crime Junkies. Do you guys know what that is? Do you know? Okay, Crime Junkies is it's a podcast about uh, murders and kidnappings and unsolved uh, horrible things that happen to people all over the country. And so I'm listening to this podcast, driving through the country, freaking myself out. So every time I got out of my car, I would put my keys in my hand, kind of like the Wolverine thing, you know. And uh, their motto is, be loud, be weird, stay alive. So I would get out of my car, and I would crab walk to the bathroom, and I would scream, I can shit on command, have fun raising that. Nobody bothered me. It was wonderful. (laughs) Uh, Uh, let's see. I'm originally from Georgia. Uh, I, I, I used to play, I uh, used to be in a, a class called 4-H. Do you guys have that out here? Okay, do you know what the 4-H's stand for? It stands for Head, Heart, Health, and Hands. Um, I wasn't really good at those courses. I almost failed because I'm not good at that head part at all. Um, but man, I can give a hand job with all my heart. <laughs> like my health depended on it, too. Uh, let's see. Hmm, I don't, you know, I really wasn't expecting to go up this quickly, (laughs) so I got kind of taken by surprise. I'm sorry, guys. 
see. Let's see. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I was talking about the fact that I'm going through menopause. And it didn't occur to me that my husband might actually be going through kind of a menopause. I didn't realize that was a thing, but it is. And uh, the other day, I come out of the living room, and my husband is staring at an egg laying on the ground. And he's just like, why did I drop that egg? And I'm like, okay, your estrogen is going up, and testosterone is going down. I'm like, you better, you better buckle up, buttercup, because it's a bumpy road, because it's just man boobs and tears at this point. So he's not really enjoying that part of it at all. Um, I have one minute. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm originally from Georgia. That's where I get this wonderful little accent from. Uh, I can't seem to get rid of. And I know I sound like Paula Dean. This accent is thick with butter and assumed racism. I get it. I get it. Uh, I've kind of gotten to where I call my accent my dick because it stinks. Every time I pull it out in public, somebody gets offended. Uh, <laughs> I hate this accent. Um, you know, I when I moved from the East Coast to the West Coast, I found myself called to HR at my very first job within about two weeks by a coworker who said I was being ageist because I called her ma'am all the time. And I'm like, oh, honey, no. I'm not being ageist when I call you ma'am. It's just at work I can't call you a cunt. So, <laughs> yeah, I get in trouble for that. All right, I think that's it. Thank you. April Gallaty. You stay up there, you stay up there, and then we've got these microphones strewn about oh, the room that people give you comments on. Uh, hey, Marty, you got things to say. Yeah. Go for it. Marty, yeah, ahead. sorry I missed the, the beginning bit. Uh, the bit about crab walking to the uh, bathroom at all the stops, uh, I like it, but it needs some kind of follow-up to the end of the crowd working bit, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, crab walking bit. Okay. Right? Because, like, you've already kind of made yourself look like a dumbass. Like, that's the whole point, right? That's <laughs> why so I'm here. It's like, so, like, go a little farther with it. Okay. It's like, like, I, I can't think of exactly what it would be, but, like, but like, and my, like, I don't know, like, my hip abductors are really strong from walking sideways all the time. Oh, I see what Or, you're, okay. like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, just something to tag on to the end of that, because I think it's just missing a little bit more. Okay. I think I like the, I like where, it's, where it goes, though. Okay. Um, the, describing the menopause is, like, I think you could describe it to kind of get people's heads in the right places, like a, it's like a Freaky Friday situation. Like mm -hmm. you guys are switching hormones. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, free, I like that. Yeah. And then you can play with that as like he's experienced all these woman shit, and like you're starting to get this weird man shit that you didn't understand before. And uh, that's I don't know, that's something you could do. It's uh, a thought. And then uh, the bit about the accent has like the implied racism. Mm -hmm. That's great. Uh, Thank you. The uh, just uh, that tag that tag that one up a little bit more because implied racism like make it less implied like say some stuff like you know you people assume that they hear this accent and they assume that i just don't know how to use a soft r you know like something <laughs> okay, like that like really like really laid on thick something like and then and then you can move on because then people are like whoa and then you move on to like something well, i'm not really that level of all you know? okay that, that contrast i think would be good very cool Thank uh, you. going back to the menopause menopause uh you a uh, definition for both there's a punchline in there somewhere oh i said like it because you know, menopause is when you stop the egg. Like, you just describe it. And then sure. menopause is, okay. and then you give it, like, that, yeah. a definition. Mm -hmm. And then that'll give you, like, an extra joke kind of into there. And you said, I can shit on command. But then I couldn't hear the rest of what you said because you were speaking too fast. Oh, I think Also, you were nervous at the beginning, and you're the first. You're taking the bullet, so I totally get it. But uh, I, I, I can shit on command. I've had my gallbladder out. Have fun raping that. 
I have, I've had my gallbladder out. Have yeah. fun, rabies. Yeah. See, so I didn't, that, so just slow that down. Okay. And then you're, that's great. Because all I heard was the beginning, and I was like, mm-hmm. I can shit on command. Okay, that's funny. But then I didn't, I was like, she said something else. What was it? Yeah, have fun ripening that. <laughs> okay. Mike's got some comments back here. Oh, yeah, yes, uh, one thing, one thing, uh, you, you mentioned something about 4-H. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, did you know that there was actually a 4-H thing with, like, livestock at, like, fairs and cattle and stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Redneck yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say like that. W- that's that's a perfect like tie-in. That, w- yeah, that would yeah. be the one thing that I really caught on that. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. You could like d- dive into that like almost like a separate layer and then bring it back and then then do do what you were talking about before and then just kind of tie them in together. Okay. You yeah, know what I mean? Don't you give horses uh, hand jobs so that they'll s- they'll ejaculate into a thing and then you impregnate the? Well, me girl personally, horse? no. But yes, it can be done. <laughs> It can be done. <laughs> I don't know if they do that in 4-H. If you're actually like they do. It's on it animal husbandry is a course in 4-H. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Animal <laughs> sex. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, any last comments for April Gallaby? Because mm-hmm. I love your personality on stage. I love your accent, and I love Thank that you. you mention it too. And it's just, it just lilts right off your tongue. I Thank just you. love it. I love you. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, Thank for you. April Gallaty. So that's how the joke workshop works. Uh, your next comedian, he's a local guy. Uh, he's helping out with the El Rio show this Wednesday at 9 o'clock at El Rio. Put your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Stare. Uh, I ain't touch nobody in the field, no nigga. No bitch, I don't even touch stuff. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, welcome to my feather, fellow Southerner. Where'd she go? Oh, yeah. Louisiana, what's up? Yeah, we can talk after the show. Uh, I like to gamble. Anybody else? Yeah, I love to gamble. I don't have any money, though, so I figure out ways around that. I'll do things like smoke cigarettes that I found on the ground in the tenderloin. That's uh, one way to do that. Um, I do, uh, I love smoking cigarettes, but I hear that they increase your chance of getting cancer by like 50%, so I figured out a way around that. I cut mine in half, because I can live with those odds. Uh, smoke a lot of weed. I say, yeah, give it up for weed smoking. I would say I smoke weed on a competitive level, you know? Like if there was an Olympic category for weed smoking, I would definitely forget to qualify for that. Um, these are fun. Uh, I realized recently that I've done so many drugs, and by that I mean so many different different types of drugs, different drugs with different names, that if I were to put the names of all of them together, then I would be able to write my own country western song using them. It would be like, I've done Molly, mushrooms, LSD, marijuana, cocaine, nicotine, nitrous, Adderall, 2CB, 2CE, GHD, DMT, ketamine, morphine, see what I mean, man. I've done all the drugs, man. I'll do all your drugs, man. Look the other way, so I'll do all your... Something like that. Um, (coughs) Do you ever want to kill yourself, but you don't think you can fit it into your schedule? Yeah, somebody resonated with that. (laughs) Uh, I'm a human trafficker. Sorry, I meant a recruiter. That was a Freudian slip. That's it. That's all I have for that one. Um, Speaking of jobs, um, whenever I feel like down about my life, I like to talk to somebody who actually has a real job. And I don't mean by like somebody who wears a a suit. That's, you know, that's just bullshit that they came up with to get out of real jobs. I'm talking about like a farmer. 
speaking of 4-H, you know, somebody with a real job. Like, go hang out with a bunch of farmers if you really want to feel okay about your life. Have you ever talked to somebody who had to drive two miles out of their way in order to have a dead calf taken out of their heifer? That's a fucking day right there. It's like, and then on top of that, like, how does the farmer feel better? I guess by thinking about the heifer, right? At least, like, they don't have to be that close to the smell. Yeah, it's just gross. Uh, but 100% based on a true story. So I think that you, there's like essentially three different kinds of people in the world if you want to boil it down to this one category. Uh, there are trimmers, shavers, and nevers. And I think that those are three distinct personalities, right? Trimmers, they're moderates. You know, they're right down the middle. You know, they're respectable people. They're logical, rational people. They're centrists, you know. That sometimes they, they could go Clinton or they could go Bush. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, shavers, uh, narcissists, obviously. Either that or the deep, deep, unseated self-loathing and insecurity, you know, but those things are kind of like same sides of the same, different sides of the same coin. Um, and then, um, yeah, I was going to do a whole thing about that. I don't have enough time. Uh, let's see, moving on. Um, I, re I was rereading the Harry Potter books recently. I think those books are a little bit racist. Let me explain. Uh, so there's four different houses, right? And they're represented by four different founders of those houses. We've got Helga Hufflepuff, Rowena Ravenclaw, uh, Godric Gryffindor, and then the evil house, Salazar Slytherin. Like, I can just see J.K. Rowling being there, and for the evil house, a dirty fucking Spaniard. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> she's a little racist, maybe. Um... It's fun being a Southerner. You'll like this one. It's fun being a, a Southerner in the Bay Area because you get to feel like uh, we make Muslims feel like. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, only she thinks that's funny. Fine, last one. Um, hippies, I think, are supposed to be fee uh, pretty peaceful people, but whenever somebody tells me they want to realign my throat chakra, I feel pretty intimidated by that. That doesn't sound good. All right, that's all I got. Comments. Uh, the bit about smoking the half cigarettes in the beginning. Uh, you say, I'll, I'm willing to take the risk for smoking the ones in the tunnel and anything to look cooler than of people vaping or something <laughs> like that. It's always a good opportunity to shit on people vaping. <laughs> uh, that's very popular these days. Uh, there is actually a song that is very similar to the song you sang. Uh, no, it's a Queens of the Stone Age song, and he just names a bunch of drugs, and that's the song. Uh, just thought, it's a fun fact. Um, the the bit about no time for suicide. If you wanted to expand on that more, you could just get just get into more detail on like, do you know how long it takes to die from asphyxiation? Like, think of all the shit I could do in two and a half minutes, right? Like, <laughs> or like how long it takes to like go under for pills or something like that. I don't know. So worth worth expanding. I think so. If I, well, I mean, try it out. I don't know how the, what kind of reaction you'll get, but there is something there to be like. This is what I could do with that amount of time, right? And like, like show you did your homework. Uh, and if you're gonna talk about racist Harry Potter, you have to mention the Jew goblins that run the banks, guys. <laughs> Come on, I mean, Jesus Christ, that's hanging out right there. It's Come on, man. Low hanging fruit, yes, yes. Uh, the Weed Olympics. I feel like that's a whole different premise. I want names of different Olympic events dealing with weed, like the you know smoke a bowl and 
fucking go shoot something. I don't know. I don't know what the Olymp- people do in the Winter Olympics with the guns. Anyway. That's called I, hunting in the South. The hunting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the Weed Olympics, I think that that was a great premise. Um, this is just something that I thought when you were talking about taking the dead baby cow out of the other cow. That's like a that's like pre-veal. Did they eat the baby inside the other cow? Because that would be, I mean, I hope they didn't waste that delicious baby cow that wasn't even born yet. That's got to be the most delicious. If like a baby cow that's born that's been made into veal is delicious, like a prenatal veal is going to be even that much sweeter. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you just kill the whole cow and you eat the whole thing with the baby inside. I don't know how that <laughs> works. Or I was... And then the, the last thing is, well, two things. One, I didn't get the Southern joke. Uh, but two... When you said trimmers, the first thing I thought of was weed. But that's just me. So you might want to lead with shavers or something. Because you're talking about body hair, but you came off of weed. And then I thought you did a body hair joke with the bush because you're trimming the bush and the and the way pubic hair goes. So I was a little confused. Like, is it a weed joke or is it a pubic hair joke? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then I was on the right track. Uh, April, you got stuff to say. Uh, the only thing I have to say is the drug song you were talking about, uh, and you listed off the different drugs. You almost started in on the Garth Brooks ain't going down until the sun comes up. So that's what I thought you were about to sing. And uh, all those, div- uh, if, if you listen to that, find a good country song that you can do those two in that, with that tune so that people will recognize it. <laughs> that's that's absolutely fair. That's no fair. one listens to country no music in the Bay. Yeah, people recognize that song. I just, I'm not, my, my comment wasn't a criticism. I thought it was just funny that there is a song that is that. Then pick a country song that everybody knows, like Achy Breaky Heart. But not go down before the sun comes up makes sense, especially if you're talking about like meth yeah. or whatever other drug. <laughs> you're awake the whole time. Right. <laughs> Thanks, April. Uh, Jason. Uh, yeah, I, I, I I enjoyed the uh, the drug song. It was good. It was dope. Uh, <laughs> it was dope. <laughs> <laughs> One thing um, that kind of came to mind when you did it was like uh, it was like an auction. You know, kind of house like oh, can I get a can I get a can I get a Molly? Can I get a you know? Uh, maybe maybe that's like a, another tag on you know onto that. Yeah. The drug rodeo. <laughs> with the uh, likening being a recruiter to a human trafficker, I think you'd need to spell that out more. To g- I don't think it like stood on its own. I think there's a lot of room there to b- draw a correlation between those two, and jokes about both of those things are funny. Similarly, with the uh, being Muslim is like being south in the Bay Area is like being Muslim anywhere else in the country. I think that's a great premise, and I think there's a lot you could branch off from that and draw some comparisons there. The gambling bit, I think you have – you can – Put a little uh, more like options and more comparisons, like um, fucking f- trying to find love in a Reno casino or trimming my pubes with scissors in the dark. Back to the pubes. All right, clap your hands together, everybody, for Hunter Stare. Oh, yeah, quick, 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 like a bunny. Is this even working? Oh, it is working. Uh, the agenda when you're like killing yourself, everything that you can, uh, you're you're rattling off all the things that you have to do. I feel like. Like maybe you try to go through with it and then you panic because of all the stuff that you have to get done. You're like, oh no, I gotta go pick up my shit from the dry cleaners or whatever. And then you're just like panicking of like trying to like reverse all the pills that you took or something. Well, I don't know. And the and the dry cleaning works because you could use the plastic to put over your face. <laughs> like I've gotta get to the dry cleaner so I can get that plastic bag so I can stick it over my face so I can kill myself. <laughs> shit, I've gotta get to the dry. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Amanda has one last comment. Okay, one quick thing. Uh, I liked the pubic hair joke, but as a, a fellow never, I didn't get to hear that one, so I was sad. I was yeah, like, oh, man. Never, so. Yeah, I know you abandoned it, but I thought that was a, I thought that was a great joke. I like the comparison, so, yeah. Clap your hands wildly for Hunter Stare. All right, that's how the joke workshop works. Your next comedian came all the way from Santa Rosa. Clap your hands together for Mike Nordstrom. I get sad sometimes. It's okay, we all do. We all get sad. We all have different ways to deal with that sadness. Like, how do you deal with, like, your sadness? Oh, wait, you can answer. Bottle it down, fucking drinking? Fuck yeah, alcoholism, big one. <laughs> Alcohol, eating, bullying, fat kids on bicycles, all good options. But it wasn't working for me. It wasn't. I was just, you know, finding myself sitting in a dark room throwing darts at my senior portrait. Just thinking like, wow, I have a shitty job. I have a shitty relationship. I have a weird, lanky body. What am I going to do? And then it hit me. I just turned on the TLC channel. 100% thought, <laughs> felt way better about myself. Because, like, I feel shitty, but then I see someone who's three foot two, 607 pounds, has 13 nipples on their back, and addicted to eating a mattress. I'm like, I'm fucking killing it. Comparatively, I'm doing a pretty good job. So, like, watch TLC to feel better about yourself. And then watch HGTV to come. HGTV <laughs> is one of the most sensual networks you will ever see. You're just watching it. Oh, reasonable cabinet options? Oh, oh fuck. Is that a load-bearing veneered wall? <laughs> the wall's going to be bearing my load, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, open concept modern architecture? Fuck me. It's just so hot, so sexy. If we all got off to HGTV, we'd all be much better people with much nicer homes. <laughs> and even like the hosts of this show are sexy. They're very erotic people. Are you telling me the Property Brothers aren't barebacking it between shots in the master bath? <laughs> They're going for it. Fuck yeah. Me and my girlfriend don't get along very well. Um, I think it's because I'm a Pisces and she's like cancer. <laughs> she told me to go get tampons the other day at the grocery store. And that's like getting to third base in 2020. So I'm like, fuck yeah. I was pretty jazzed about it. And I go, and it wasn't that they had different sizes that messed with me. It was the M. Night Shyamalan style. They went about naming these sizes. So like I'm not sure which one's to get her, so I'm going to get her the smallest one because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> and I, I like, I've bought a t-shirt before, so I know if there's an S on the shirt, it's a small. I pick up the box with an S on it. They're supers. It's the biggest ones they have. <laughs> what the? It's like the new Captain Marvel movie, like the new fucking Avengers, the Crimson Tide, fucking teaming up with Captain Cramps. So that wasn't it. So I look for the other sizes, and there's one with an L on it. And I've been to a shirt store before, so I know if there's an L on it, it's a large. It's a light. It's the smallest one they have. 
what the fuck? The only way I could rationalize it was if I compared it to Budweiser. Like there's one that's heavier, there's one that's lighter. One has ABV and one has HPV. <laughs> one has a DUI, the other one has an IUD. One is a delicious beverage you can enjoy on a warm summer day, and the other one is Budweiser. Um, but I was still like wondering like who, who and why named these fucking sizes. And that's when the Starbucks barista asked if I wanted my coffee in a tall, grande, or venti size. I'm like, fuck, big tampon got the guy made Starbucks cups to make tampon sizes. <laughs> ah. Faith, what you really wanna Mike Nordstrom! Hooray! really liked the whole run of ABV versus HPV run, the Budweiser shit, that was very tight. Also yeah. really liked the load-bearing wall. That part of that was very, very, very funny. Um, the one I didn't hear was... Oh, yeah, I was going to say that the cancer, there's a, there's a recent special that just went live where someone uses the, the double entendre on cancer when talking about a woman. I thought I'd mention that, but good shit. Hello again. Or no. That was the last person. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, I think for the people who are watching HGTV to like come, uh, like the un there's an underground like uh, community, and HGTV is an acronym for something else. Oh. Like, at, like I off the top of my head, I can't think of anything because I suck at writing. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> horny but I think guys. That there but there could be a like you. Hot, yeah, like there could be a fucking acronym that only the people who are like watching it porno pornographically like have amongst themselves. They're like, they're almost like furries. Like there's a community out there that they're they get together at conventions and shit. Did you say hung guys? Oh, Horny HG. guys to view. Maybe, maybe hung guys is better. Because HG would, could be hung guys yeah. TV. Yeah. The, the sensual option. That was a great. That was a great line too. Uh, I I was saying I. W we're getting a little feedback yeah, here. Yeah, sorry Tim. about that. Uh, I'd say the same thing for TLC, too. You have the opportunity to just fuck around with acronyms. That's always fun. Um, also, it'd be fun to throw a, fa a description of a fat kid on a bike because it <laughs> like, uh, looks like a, something like that. Because like, it it's a funny line. It's just like too throwaway. I think it, it, it's a good setup for something you could use more. And then the same thing with your description of your lanky body. <laughs> it's like, oh, I look like a la la la, right? But then like... Then you go into that stuff. It's just you, I think you need to set up more that like you're because what you're doing is you're comparing like how should your life go and, and your dissatisfaction with your physical appearance. And so go into the physical appearance more. So it's more contrasted when you get to all the crazy shit that people on TLC are up to. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, on the HGTV stuff, uh, the central options, I feel like you have a whole opportunity to go. First, you start with like the hung guy TV with all that building stuff. But there's a lot of food porn on HGTV too. So you can get like, and that's easy to talk about food and go like deep into something, you know, call back to the fat kid on a bike. He must be watching HGTV too. Um, and I really loved that you were a gentleman because you referenced her small vagina. That was really sweet and nice. And somehow I wrote down mansplain. I'm like, oh look, he's mansplaining tampons to us. Aww. <laughs> I love that. That's so nice that you, you know. Someone has to. Someone has to, because I have no, I no idea how those things work. Uh, Lee lo looks like he has some things to say. Um, yeah, I really like the detail of uh, throwing a dart at your uh, high school portrait. I think that's just a good detail, and it yeah. really, it's just specific and works. It's illustrative. 
Um, the detail of um, I have a lanky body, I will just say, like, looking at you as somebody who hasn't met you, it doesn't super read as lanky. Um, so you might want to come up, like, I don't necessarily love I look like jokes, but that's a really good spot for one if you were trying to develop one. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, the idea that there's an entire, like, very prolific um, uh, porn category of uh, on like gay porn hub of property brothers like it's a very specific category of gay <laughs> of gay incest porn um, that's what I thought of and I don't know I like the idea that for some reason that I can't discern yet uh, they deliberately make those condom size condom size tampon sizes specifically to fuck with you um, I, I, I don't know what the motivation would be exactly because you're a nice guy going out and buying tampons, <laughs> but that could be like a way that they advertise tampons to women. It's like, here's a great <laughs> way to passive-aggressively punish your boyfriend. You know. <laughs> right on, clap, clap. I wanted to ask one quick yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. At the end of the tampons bit, I mentioned Starbucks cup sizes. Yeah. Should that stay or should that go? It's going to be tweaked. Maybe, uh, maybe Or cut out Starbucks and just use the sizes, one or the other. Be like, grande, tall, vente, because everyone knows. Or just say Starbucks sizes, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Clap your hands together, everybody. Mike Nordstrom. Mike Nordstrom. Yay. Your next comedian, another local guy. Clap your hands together for Sam Carroll. All right, I, I, I got one. Hot gooch taint vagina. You like that one? You can keep that one. Is it is it hot because it's sexy or because she's been doing cable rows? We don't know. Why is her taint hot? You get a hot taint that way. No one got that, really? You try rubbing your taint against a bench at 24-hour fitness. You get diseases. What's up, guys? My name is Sam Carroll. I, uh, I live with my parents, I live with mom and dad. I call the female mom and the male David. Just always felt a little bit weird to me to call another man dad or daddy, just a little bit gay, you know? So I just call him Dave or Big Dick Dave. What's up, Dave? <laughs> I saw it in the shower one time, it was cool, it was all right. That would freak most people out, you know? But it comforted me because I just knew I was gonna be packing heat when I was older. It's all good, you know, because most young guys going through puberty, they're like, oh, gee, I sure hope mine's big on the other side of this. Not me. Not me at all. I'll just go up to his door. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, what's up, boss? Let me get a look. Yeah, I got nothing to worry about. I'll be all right. But it's funny, though, because I ended up getting all my mom's dick jeans. Yeah. How do I know that? You got to knock on a few uncle doors. It's fine. It's all right. Probably did not have to knock on my mom's brother-in-law's door, but you can never be too sure. Yeah. The big irony is, you know, at, at the end of the puberty, at the end of the pubescence, my dick did end up looking most like my mom's brother-in-law. So we have that to bond over. That's great. Is this, uh, is this an STD room? Are we STD friendly? Stop. End the stigma. Stop using condoms, that's what I say. Um, I'm not really afraid of STDs. What I am afraid of is sexual fetishes that I'm not ready for, you know? 
these crazy fetishes. Like I was in the TL the other day. That's the Tenderloin for you uh, traveling comics. And uh, I had a little bit of a road rage. I'm not going to lie. I had beeped my horn at the car in front of me. And this young woman came over to see if I was okay, right, as one does. So I uh, let her in my car because she knew about some party. She, she didn't speak English. She just knew this one word, party, party, party. I was like, whoa, let's go to a party. All right. Um, she starts touching my leg as we're driving to this party. And I'm thinking I might, I might have sex with this woman before we get to the party. But it turns out, money fetish. She had a money fetish. She would not do anything for less than $15. What the fuck? I told her, no way, Jose, am I going to pay for sex. And unless you quit all that trash talking, we are not going to go to this party. I'm going to turn the car around. Start acting like a lady. She wasn't the only one in the car with a, uh, a fetish, though. I have a fetish myself. It's a rare one among young white men my age. It's a uh, consent fetish. Yeah, it's very rare. Yeah, nothing, nothing gets me horny like a, a woman who is a agrees to have sex with me. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I come prepared, too. I got my consent papers on me. I got them here today. I normally keep them trifolded in my back pocket. Um, I like to go up to women at the bar and ask them if they'll sign my permission slip. Yeah, which, uh, you know, it's turned out pretty well for me. I've had a lot of sex doing that, you know, because it's contractually obligating. <laughs> I hang out at a lot of lawyer bars. It's uh, a pro tip. Yeah. All right. I, uh, I used to date a girl with the choking fetish. And, uh, you know, I know what you guys are thinking. It sounds like, uh, it sounds like a lot of hard work. But uh, no, it's not. It's, it's a lot less work if she's got a peanut butter allergy or a peanut allergy. And I know you guys are doing the math right now. You're like, what? Like peanut plus Hitler mustache equals doggy style. Yes. All right, guys. It's been my time. Sam Carroll, everyone. Comments. For the consent bit, just have... Uh, like she doesn't even. I've, I still haven't had sex because I just get off to the someone agreeing part. Like that's how big the fetish is. Like all they have to do is say yes, and it's like, oh, that's good for me. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or and then you can say backtrack. Just kidding, guys. I fuck all the time. It's contractually obligated, <laughs> right? Something like that. Yeah. Thank Dope. A uh, couple of notes. One, I think just like purely order. Uh, start with choking fetish, then go to money fetish, then finish with consent fetish. You know, okay. Just, because like choking that. fetish, you know, you, you warm people right. up to the whole idea that we're talking about fetishes, and that's a pretty common one. So it it, it lays a good foundation. Yeah, I've been like structurally really routine in the, in the structure. It doesn't. I don't really need to order them any specific way. So that's a good point. Thank you. And then uh, as far as I, I really liked the uh, all like the dick jokes and everything like that, the way that it started out. I like the idea that your dad doesn't want you to call him dad or daddy. Like he's the one who doesn't want it because he's mm -hmm. like, that sounds gay. I, you, you, you call me Big Ooh. Dick Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like it's that. like a kind of like because people get the image of like, oh, it's like a cold, reserved uh, sort of like homophobic father. And then you twist it with the Big Dick Dave. That's uh, yeah. So it's not him who's the yeah. yeah so you're not the homophobe. Like your dad's a your homophobe. Dad's I'm always looking to put the homophobia on someone else. So yeah. Like, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> People will appreciate that. And yeah. then you twist it with the big dick Dave, and it's uh, it's just. I think that'll be magical. I think that'll warm the cockles of some people's hearts. You're a magical hunter. Thank you. Uh, I'm also always shucks. looking to cut shit out. So if you're like, I didn't like that at all. You don't need it. Just tell me, please. 
I was thinking I really like the the money fetish punchline. It's fucking great. But I was thinking if you want to cut shit out, I think you can get to it faster by saying like I'm a, you know do the setup of like uh, you know I'm afraid of like these fetishes that I'm not ready for. And then I, like I picked up this girl and before we even got that before we even got to the party or whatever, she wanted money or something. She had a money fetish. Like you could just jump right to it because I know you were talking like party, party, party. You were having a conversation with her. You could just get to it faster if you want to cut shit out. I was trying to make it look like she's a prostitute. I, I yes. Know, yeah, I would like do, personally this is <laughs> how <laughs> I would approach it if you want to cut stuff out yeah. is like make people think that you're actually picking up a date and she ends up being a prostitute and you're saying that she has a money fetish and then it you know, it tells people, oh, you picked up a prostitute, not an actual date. I don't know. Okay. The, uh, the, your mom's brother-in-law reveal is outstanding. I don't think you need to mention the brother-in-law before the reveal, though. I think he can kind of come out as a surprise and that it hits harder that way. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because you did it last night like that, that. The surprise was that it was your mother's brother-in-law that your dick looked look like the most, but then in this one you added him before. So I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. But it was so fucking but yeah. It's just it's a hilarious bit. You just mentioned him twice. Okay, so. thank you. Um, I think at the beginning you kind of oh there we go. <laughs> um, instead of going, you had a little long at the beginning joke where you call your dad Dave. Just simplify it. So I live with my parents, mom, and Dave. Yeah, just a little short. Okay, cool. Thank you. Give a critique about the Dave thing because it's like uh, I call him Dave or Big Dick Dave or sexy, like something like that. But I, I like the direction that Hunter said of making it so that he's the one that's like, hey, don't call me dad, that's gay. <laughs> call me Big Dick Dave. I think that's way funnier. So, yep. <laughs> Thank you guys. Yeah, I wait, got wait, one. More, wait, more. wait, wait, wait. It, we've got uh, back here. Uh, I think April also wants to go. Um, but I, I just want to say the rhythm of Dave or Big Dick Dave is just very good. Um, the other thing is just like a mild word choice that I noticed of saying, um, I look most like my, uh, my mother's brother-in-law, but you don't say my, his, yeah, the brother-in-law's penis. You just say, it, it, but it makes it sound like your dick looks like the brother-in-law. Yeah, that's a, that's an English thing. That's so it's grammatically incorrect. Yeah, it is grammatically incorrect, but like you seem a little bit of an absurdist. And if you wanted to take it in some weird direction, Ah, you totally can. And I was going to say something similar about the, the whole, like, the go, going to your uncles instead of you going to your uncles, have your uncles come to you. And then it was more confusing when your sister or your mother's brother-in-law, and you were like, wait, do you see what I'm saying? Like, the, the weird child molest, people will always child laugh at child molestation. Yeah. So that's where I was going. I would turn it the other way. <laughs> that's how I got my start in comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Put your hands together, everyone, for Sam Carroll. Ace to rap. All right, moving right along. Your next comedian, she's all the way from L.A. She had a great set last night. Put your hands together for Sasha Boggs. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm just going to walk around this thing. Um, Hi, my name is Sasha Boggs, or Sausage Balls, if you were Vinny Nicholson in the third grade. Uh, excuse my candor or lack of, I'm on a lot of DayQuil right now. I think that's how you fight Corona. <laughs> so I'm a little loopy. Um, let's get right into it. I have, uh, speaking of fetishes, I have a fetish for old white men. Uh, 
Um, and I'm not talking like 10 or 15 years. I'm talking like 30, 45 years. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what a note to end on, right? <laughs> Where's the fucking cliffhanger, man? Um, yeah, 40, 45 years. I'm talking like young grandpas, you know what I mean? Like um, Jack Nicholson, Billy Crystal, Bill Paxton, you know, old white men. You know, I'm talking like liver spotted hands, um, like a 10 handicap in golf. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I hear it's good. <laughs> you know, and it's not about the money. You know, I just want to know what the 70s were like. <laughs> you know? And, and, I, and I figured it out because both my grandfathers died when I was really young. So that's why, like, shaky hands really get me going, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's good to know yourself and know who you are. Yeah. Um, I was dating this guy with OCD, uh, and I went over to his house one night, and I uh, started going through his underwear drawer, as you do. And as I opened the underwear drawer, I saw that he had folded all of his underwear into small little triangles and stacked them on top of each other. And I just looked at him and I said, are you going to kill me? <laughs> 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 and he did, <laughs> uh, slowly for the next three years. <laughs> um, we broke up and then dated like five more times after that. So my mom started calling me the recycler because <laughs> I date all my ex-boyfriends twice. Uh, but she's Mexican, so it's more like uh, the recycler. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She doesn't sound like that. <laughs> I mean, she is Mexican. She's just not a practicing one. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but when women work together, their periods sync up. Right, Ray? Yeah. Um, but I work with a bunch of uh, postmenopausal women. So once a month, instead of getting my period, I just garden. I actually have to train all these older women, but it's kind of awkward when I have to tell them what to do. So I'll be like, all right, Wendy, uh, here's, where the, here's where the underwear goes, here's where the socks goes. And she'll be like, <laughs> I had three abortions in 1976. I think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, before I start telling jokes, um, I just want to thank whoever it was that commented on my set on YouTube and said, more tits, less jokes. <laughs> I just want to say that I agree. <laughs> and I appreciate the feedback, right? <laughs> it's nice to know people are watching your art. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Saja Boggs, everyone. That was a fun set. Um, the name joke that could like keep going through the ages, like oh Vinny Scott, I forget what the Vinny something in the third grade, uh -huh. and then someone else in the ninth grade, and then my boss like yesterday or something like that. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Or or you could work backwards and then work it down to like your parents or something. <laughs> um, the way you said the the old man thing, you let off saying, t not, I'm not saying 10 to 15 years, I'm saying 40 to 45 years. You got to say older than you or it sounds like you're fucking 10-year-olds. Uh, huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or lean into that, either way, but like, 
Where you where to say where say that the, I'm that they're older than me? Well, you say yeah, because you said like I'm not talking ten to fifteen years. I'm talking forty to forty five years. You said oh, old older. men. Okay. And then you said ten to fifteen years. It's like totally. Just a little wording thing. Yeah. It's yeah. everyone will get it, but like some people will be like, wait, you know, and you want to avoid that. Uh, shaky hands uh, have their uses. Uh, when you say it like that, like you know. Lean into that. Something's got to be, you know, at least it's, at least something's vibrating. I don't have to, like, put batteries in them or something. Uh-huh. Um, the guy <laughs> the guy who has stuff uh, folded weird, right? Like, oh, he's going to kill me. Like, a guy who has stuff folded like that also has what, right? Like, he also has, like, a collection of noses in his freezer or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. something... Just another serial killer thing to throw in there. He was Filipino, but I don't think that had anything to do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think that plays in anything at all. I really want people to know that I dated a Filipino. It's very important to me. Oh. Okay, but yeah, like something, if that's true, what else is true? Okay. Yeah. But uh, that's its own joke if you you (laughs) mention and say he's Filipino. And then even called, I'd say, that has nothing to do with the joke. I just wanted to mention that he might explain. Yeah, that's not bad. That's funny. Just like yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Uh, and then <laughs> the, uh, the I love the 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 gardening bit, the gardening that was great. The when p- sync up, I'd say there's a lot of opportunity there to make fun of old women. It's like I garden and what, or like once a month, like I do, you know, keep keep making fun of old women. Just keep trying shit out and seeing what sticks. You think like a couple of things, like three or yeah, I mean top. I mean it, maybe you word like next one around a little differently, but I think you have room to expand there because that's a great bit, and there's no reason to to leave it. Because you you kind of moved on to the next thing. It's like aha, uh-huh, it's like yeah. But I, you had a like it was a good amount of build up for one line. Like if that hits, might as well tag it up a little bit more and see what happens. Okay. The, like you put the uh, the golf thing was as a like what old men are doing, and yeah. maybe also more options like subtly uh, subtle racism in Chinese restaurants. Oh, I like that. Um, also, Bill Paxton is dead. I know. I usually <laughs> go like this when I do it. The R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and with the continue. underwear folding, um, it's a great way to hide knives in the chloroform below. So kind of tying in, like, it's a good way to cover up the other weird shit okay. in his drawers. Awesome. <laughs> I just want I just wanted to say that I thought the delivery was really excellent, and also uh, non-practicing Mexican. I think there's a long way you can go with that. What are the other qualities and characteristics of a non-practicing Mexican? I think that's hilarious. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I was just going to tag go on. For it. Uh, so, uh, uh, Marty just said, uh, you talked about at least you don't have to put a battery in it. Yeah. And then I was thinking, well, at least not for his hands. I mean, he might have, like, a pacemaker. <laughs> I like that. So it seems like a lot of, I'm in the back, Uh, it seems like a lot of what you're doing is uh, super personal, and I I, I like it, but it does like uh, end in a kind of boundary of where you're exploring, which is totally cool if you want to do that. But the last joke of the um, more tits, less jokes, if you wanted to explore into like how fucking dumb somebody would have to be to be like, I want to see tits on the internet. I'm going to go on YouTube (laughs) and look at comedy. Like just exploring that psychology. Okay. And what did you mean by my, my boundaries? Oh, I just mean that 
it seems like the mileage that you're getting out of your jokes is from your personal experience. So I just don't know if you personally would want to explore like his psychology, what mm. led him to that point. Yeah. I, I was just noticing a trend in kind of what you were doing. And yeah. I, I think it's great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm sometimes uncomfortable doing observational like these people on airplanes. Right. Like I don't <laughs> feel like it's my voice. Right. But exactly. if That's it's pertaining to me, then I think you're right. It's something to expand on because I kind of just cut it. So thank you. Appreciate that. I really liked the oh hey it's so spicy. Uh, I really liked the the misdirection with the the older ladies who's like excuse me I think I know what I'm doing I had three abortions because <laughs> you think they're gonna talk about like having kids but I was curious what the job was because was it like a clothing store is mm -hmm. it working with children maybe if like even if that's not your job make it seem like your job is like working with kids so then it like really pushes the misdirection of like an older woman is gonna be like I had three and then you're like oh she's gonna say kids and do the whole mom thing I'm like abortions like I think <laughs> that would make it kind of like a little bit harder okay okay yeah. cool I really yeah liked that. that was good cool oh that's that oh yeah and uh I just thought of one too is the uh <laughs> Bill Paxton died because you accidentally hooked up your Bluetooth to his pacemaker. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Don't mess with Bill Paxton, okay? <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I, I really like the, the jokes about working with ladies who are menopausal and stuff, because you, like somebody else has said, you can expand on that, like, crying is something that's common among p women on their period and menopausal women so it's like that's one thing you could you'd be like well I can't really tell and then it's like oh, okay and then I started gardening you realized everybody was without a period at this point mm -hmm. um, and uh, the the idea about uh, being at being with uh, older men with pacemakers yeah the microwave is a great idea you got to be careful not to heat up a burrito and kill your lover at the same time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clap your hands together everybody Sasha Ball Yay! That's how the joke works up. Works moving right along. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Travis Van Rye. Hello. Yeah, yeah. The mic wilted for all those people who are listening. Uh, all right, my turn to read off of my phone. <laughs> That's how we do this, right? Um, I just visited my uh, my grandparents for their 60th wedding anniversary, guys. Their 60th fucking wedding anniversary. Uh, I asked them immediately, point blank. I was like, how in the world did you guys keep this together for so long? My grandmother just answered immediately, oh, the Alzheimer's keeps things fresh. <laughs> yeah. My grandparents are literally having a meat cute uh, every day, you know? <laughs> Uh, my grandfather's a pretty cool guy. He likes to try new things while I was visiting. He said, Travis, I love Radiohead. I was like, oh, that's interesting. He's like, I love Radiohead. That's when I sit and listen to talk radio while your grandmother blows me. <laughs> Radiohead. It's not just for cars anymore. I mean, cars have radios, but whatever. <laughs> uh... I think we should start registering climate change deniers as sex offenders because they're fucking all our children. <sighs> this is a TED talk now. <laughs> I hate that tag. I hate that tag. <laughs> uh, everyone in your notes tell me to delete that tag. <laughs> Just don't use the TED talk line. 
Uh, let's see what else. Anyone here do psychedelics? Yeah. Uh, I once saw God on mushrooms. It was at Co yeah. I saw God on mushrooms. It was at Coachella, and he was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I forget the rest of this joke, <laughs> but I think it involves <laughs> yeah. Fuck. When was the last time I did this? I think it involves something about like uh. It was pretty funny. You know, he got arrested for turning all the water into Molly or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and when he got arrested, he, he said, joke's on you. I'm not even real. Anyway. Uh, I was uh, born in a small town, a small lazy town uh, in Northern California. So lazy, they didn't even bother to name the neighborhoods anything fancy. Everything was just alphabetical. So I've literally been born and raised in C-section. Joke for the ladies. Joke for the ladies. <coughs> uh, everything is getting... No, I'm just going to do this. Um, I used to work at Best Buy, obviously. You know, <laughs> And I would get strange questions. This dude ran up to me in a panic. He was like, do you have any wireless USB cables? I was like, wireless USB cables. He's like, yeah, do you have any wireless USB? Ah, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. And he runs out. A minute goes by, and I'm like, holy shit. I just met a fucking time traveler. <laughs> yeah. His version. <laughs> that was perfect timing. <laughs> perfect timing. Uh, his version of the flux capacitor went out on his time machine. Now he's stuck in the Back to the fu uh, Future 2 timeline for Biff as president of the United States of America. <laughs> That's where I was going with that one. Uh, yep, we live in a strange timeline. Everything's pretty damn politically correct. Uh, just the other day, the kids in my neighborhood were playing cowboys and tech support. Yep. Everything's so politically correct right now. My, my friend was reading his daughter a bedtime story titled, The Little Engine That Can't Even. Yeah. All right, I guess I'll stop there. Travis Van Ryn, everyone. Delete that TED Talk tag. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, when talking about how Alzheimer's makes their marriage better, try to give more examples of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's my pussy my birthday, so I just reset all the newspapers and dates in the house. So, like, yeah. every day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, and after the C-section comment, you could say, my girlfriend doesn't let me go to the B-section. Not. No. No. Okay. No, never no, mind. Oh, no. I, no. I see. I see. Yeah. I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. know. But everything. Nothing we say up here is true, right? Sure. <laughs> All of my jokes have been a lie. Don't worry. I really liked that cowboys and tech support tag. I thought that was All really right. funny. I'll and bring I feel that like one back. I feel like you can have an extra explanation on mm. it, like. Um, cowboys and tech support is like how how is that game played, or something yeah. about that uh and then you said uh, i worked at best boy because obviously well i don't why obviously i, know. I mean is it the hoodie is it the I know. is it the hat is it the beard is it the white guy it's like, all of that it's all of that <laughs> yeah so that. i mean it might i think be we've all worked at best buy <laughs> I, I mean it e even could be an opportunity for like crowd work like i used to work at and then ask people where where do you think i worked at or something yeah okay see if people say best yeah i know there's, yeah, there's got to be more to that there's got to be more to a lot of the shit I and write. there's one more <laughs> yeah there's one more the radio head thing was great but then i feel like you if you're f you're the fish fan right no 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 that's kevin quigley um I hate but radio fish. 
Radiohead, <laughs> like there's a bunch of songs that you can like ah, pretty little yes. plastic trees. Yes. There's a bunch of different songs you could Got look it. at and see the words in them that have Kid to do a, with okay computer with head like yeah. with sucking dick yeah. or whatever. Those would be like my head a to sort of <laughs> dive <Stupid>. into. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Yep. Yes. Thank you. Uh, that is a very good idea. Other other comments. My grandparents are dead, though. Should I get to that at some point? <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, maybe there there could have been an accident. Yeah. Ah. Radiohead. Yes. Yes. Like maybe they, they were used to do it in the car, or they could be doing it in the bathtub, and the radio fell in the bathtub. I killed Thank both you. of them for there sure. There you go. Yes. Dead grandparents jokes. Everyone loves those. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of legs on those dead All right. grandparents jokes. Cool. Cut I'll go comment. away. Oh wait, Lee has a comment. Oh, if if you are following up with the Radiohead bit, uh, Pablo Honey is a real gross ter- term for cum. Could be Pablo That's Honey. Yes, yeah. yes. No, <laughs> That's a good point. Everyone loves cum. All right. <laughs> Wait, I got one. I got one. <laughs> right? We're on the same. We all. We're all. We all love cum. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> we do all love cum. I just wanted to say that. Just making sure. Um, so I was in the bathroom and I was like thinking of how to, and this might suck, but I thought about it and I felt proud. Uh, <laughs> so. You said, uh, I, I was born and raised in C-section. You can be like, it's better than my grandpa, who died and was buried in pee. Huh? Ah. Huh? Nope. Gross. Got okay. No, no. I was peeing, got so it, maybe got I was it. like, I got it! <laughs> yep. This is the jag. <laughs> <laughs> any, uh, any other Great. comments? There we go. There we go. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a relationship between like the C-section thing and prison. Like you have a hard time getting a job because you're like coming from C-section and they think you've just gotten released or something. Got it. Um, Got it. Okay. Is this all recorded? I can go yeah, back and yeah, listen to absolutely. all this. All right, cool. Yeah, this will this will <laughs> be out at eight o'clock. The auto podcast will go yeah, up. Yeah, so fuck yeah. This was fun, guys. Appreciate it. Everybody, clap your hands together for Travis Van Rijn. Oh yeah. Your next comedian is another. He's on the festival as well, and he had a great set last night. Put your hands together for Ray Easter. Oh, let me give you a situation real quick. My bad. Um, shit. All right. What's up? Cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. I uh. Hope everybody is uh, staying safe during this whole coronavirus outbreak. It's fucking Jesus Christ, man. I, I did see a, a documentary about how to uh, ways to, you know, help prevent catching coronavirus, you know, treatments and all that other shit. Maybe you can check it out. It's on HBO uh, called uh, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> check that out. If you're into cult classics, that's my shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. We were talking about uh, Harry Potter earlier. Uh, I I heard that uh, J.K. Rowling, that, that's the author, right? J.K. Is that her? Okay. Um, she said there were like a lot of similarities between the Harry Potter series and the Bible. Uh, and it's, it's true because I like, you know, I fell asleep reading both, so... <laughs> It's uh, good, re- good reads, good reads. Uh, I, uh, my family uh, is actually very, re- very, re- mm, fuck, very <laughs> religious. Grew up in a pretty religious household. Anybody else in here? R- rough childhood? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we were uh, Southern Baptists, uh, the loudest of the Baptists. Yeah. 
Uh, also, my family and I, we were, uh, you know, we lived in the suburbs of Virginia. Uh, and then we had to go to uh, church in the ghetto of D.C. I don't know why we made that trip. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, it, you know, we're just we're passing by politicians and crackheads just to sit in Sunday with uh, really hardcore Christians, which you wouldn't think those three groups of people have anything uh, in common. <laughs> but uh, to me, it's just three different groups of people that ask you for money. <laughs> uh, we just be broke as shit leaving the church every Sunday. Man, I, uh, I, was, I, I always had a different idea of, uh, of what heaven looked like as well. Because, like, you know, I used to listen to a, a, a lot of rap music. Uh, when I was seven, I heard this uh, song by Tupac called I Wonder If Heaven Has a Ghetto. <laughs> Fucking hope not. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing in church for if that's <laughs> the case? Like, my church now has roaches in it. Like, what? You mean to tell me I can die and go be next door neighbors with Adam and Eve and I still need an exterminator's number? Like, no. I'm good. I'm good on that. I, uh, let's see. What was the... Mm-mm-mm. Oh man, I uh, very I I stopped going to church like you know years ago because like I, I it's hard it's hard for me to like I have like social anxiety so it's hard for me to like talk to you know certain Christians in church without them getting all like Christian on you you know like my dad is that type of person uh, he's a deacon I texted him last Easter just like a very simple text uh, I texted I said hey dad Happy Easter. Thank you, clown nose. Uh, he texts back, Ray, may you be blessed all the days of your life to grasp the depth of God's love and resurrection power. And I texted back, uh, word. <laughs> it was like, word of God. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that, man. I do listen to a lot of rap music. Uh, how much is too much? I don't know. It's a lot. I listen to a lot of rap. Uh, one thing I've noticed about listening to, uh, that's what I predominantly listen to, and one thing I've noticed about that is that it really fucks up your vocabulary, just <laughs> being out in the real world. Like, I typically understand slang terms that rappers talk about. Uh, however, I, I just turned 30 and realized that ludicrous uh, is a word. <laughs> The fuck did they start doing that? So after move, bitch, get out the way. Was that song that good? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's embarrassing when you're not like out in public and you know people are talking. You know, uh, I was having this conversation with a guy and we were talking politics and he goes, uh, "Man, I don't know. These elections have been quite ludicrous, man. Don't you think?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, man. I think it's uh, I think it's been quite ja rule myself. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> fuck are we talking about." What in the DMX are we <laughs> talking about right now? All right, that's it. That's all my time. Wait, Thank you. Yay! Ray Easter, yay! Um, other ones could be Common, 50 Cent, and M&Ms. Uh, we can do all of that. <laughs> uh, I like the, the bit of the line about <laughs> this guy, having to have a ghetto. I fucking hope not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh, like, what a... <laughs> Like what issues would you expect? Like what are, what are the issues you're trying to avoid by getting to heaven? It's like like does heaven have fucking barred windows too? Like what's okay. uh, like yeah yeah. I had a 
tag where I was like, yeah, I'm walking down through downtown heaven. Like, eh, there's a lot of pawn shops in here. Like, <laughs> <something> <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah, I like I something I along those lines that. is good. And then because yeah, yeah. you, you, you went there a little bit with the exterminator. But yeah, uh, yeah. I just think get there quicker. I think okay. is because you, yeah. you had a little bit too much time in between the two because everyone's like. Oh, listening now. Like, right, oh, right. like I hope not, right? Like, yeah, you've yeah. got their attention, then you kind of lulled for a little bit, and then okay. you went back into it. But I think you could gotcha. keep going with that. I like that okay. a lot. Thank you. It's good advice, actually. I was going to suggest the Harry Potter and Bible. There's so much combo, like, more that you can bring in for that, how yeah. the Bible and Harry Potter are the same. Because, you know, the, the, the main character is an old dude with a white beard. Um, J.K. Rowling said it was like the Bible. Uh, it's, but they're both fiction. Um, you know, yeah. you can go <laughs> right, right, <laughs> any right. number of ways with that. So yeah, cool. Just on the compliment tip, I, I didn't. I was in so engaged that I didn't wasn't watching the time. So oh, you got a little extra. No, but that's great. Uh, no, it's my fault because I was engaged. I didn't do the oh horn lap because I was gotcha. like, yeah, which is that's a good, that's a good time. thing because awesome. I was like <laughs> I was entertained. And so then I was like, oh, shit, I, I, he has time here, too. You're also high. <laughs> I'm yes. Also, yes, that's well, fair. I'm also very high. I'll take that. The, o the only punch that wasn't super hard was the one about the three people you pay. Like, that was the yeah. only one that had a did that. Like, all the others just that's a killed. bit newer. So maybe, you know, talk about a politician that's literally hitting, hitting you up for money, maybe doing it at church, like competing okay. with the, you know, I, I don't know, maybe expound upon that. But, yeah, that was the only one that wasn't just gold. Thank you. Oh, yeah. At least you know what the other two are going to spend the money on, right? Like, you don't yeah. know what the fucking politicians, <laughs> like, what is this going to, really? That's true. Yeah. Crackheads, too. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you know what a politician, uh, you, know what a, you know what a homeless person is going to spend it on, you know what a comedian is going to spend it I on. Yeah. Uh, they're the same thing, crack. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you yeah. do bring in the um, pawn shops in heaven, the idea of them being filled with uh, busted up harps is very funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can, I'm sorry, could you say that again? Because yeah. when you were talking, I was trying to figure out who was saying it. Gotcha. I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> if, if you do use the tag of uh, pawn shops in heaven, the idea yes. of there being like busted up harps in there is very okay. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the, the thing, you sort of seem to shy away from it, but you saying to your dad, word and him saying word of god like that's that's pretty funny and you could do something of like he's you know he's a he's a man of the cloth but he's like still just a dad you like you could explore <laughs> that angle a little bit okay yeah yeah, yeah i dig, that. I, dig uh, that I was thinking about how like you know if you're in the ghetto like you could wake up and like you know your car's robbed but maybe <laughs> like you're, okay. you're you're in heaven but you wake up and now your wings are gone oh <laughs> that's good yeah okay i like that Clap your hands wildly, everybody. Ray Fuck Easter! Yeah. Thank you. Yay! Uh, your next comedian, she's also from Portland. She runs a great room on Mondays at the Haymaker. Go check her out when you're up there. Put your hands together for Amanda Lynn Deal! Cool. Hell yeah. Uh, so I'm seeing someone new, and it's been going great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, and it's crazy uh, because I've always been into older dudes, you know, like kind of like salt and pepper daddy, you know, five, ten years older, has their shit together, job, car, pay my rent, you know, shit like that, something a girl wants. Um, but did you guys know that uh, older men can also be fucking losers? Did you know that's a thing? I didn't know that could happen. Uh, it happens so much. Uh, so I found one, and he's younger than me by five years, which makes me feel kind of like a cougar, you know? 
<laughs> and he's into older women, which is great, because my sciatic nerve's a real pain in my ass. So <laughs> I'm already deteriorating at a rapid rate. Uh, he'll get to granny fuck me pretty soon here, which is nice. Um, there are some differences between like uh, older men and younger men when you date them. I think it's important that we establish the difference, because like younger men will fuck you all night, <laughs> which is great. And older men will go down on you all night, also great. But that's because their dick doesn't work. So <laughs> choose your own adventure. You know, what's more important to you? How do you like to get off? I think that's important to know. Um, <laughs> uh, what else was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy because, like, I've always thought that I was kind of, like, the tough bitch in a situation. Like, I was the dominant one in a relationship, which is why I wanted, like, you know, an older man so I could play him and he wouldn't know because, you know, they're idiots. Uh, but I'm at this point now where, like, I never thought that I would want to call a 24-year-old daddy, but here we are. He has a job and a car. It's the craziest thing. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, but it's fun. Uh, we tried to make sure that we had like all the things in common that are important in a relationship, you know, like socially and politically. No matter the age, you have to make sure that you are the same on all of your issues. Um, for example, cilantro. We're both for it. I think that's <laughs> important. You know, we can get tacos like adults. I think that fucking matters no matter how young he is. Uh <laughs> also, Cheez-Its or Cheez-Nips, very important. Um, Cheez-Its is the correct answer. Cheez-Nips are trash. I was homeschooled, and I know that. So if you're eating taco tacos without cilantro and eating Cheez-Nips, you need to grow the fuck up, okay? Just get your life together. Uh, but we did have this moment that was kind of weird, probably our first like disagreement. Um, we were at 7-Eleven, and we were drunk, and I was like, we should get hot dogs. <laughs> I was very excited. So I got my hot dog, and I like to put on mine ketchup, mustard, relish, pickles, jalapenos, and nacho cheese. <laughs> you know, all the things. I was so fucking stoked. And he's like, right, you ready to go? I was like, fuck yeah. And I look over, and I'm like, wait, are you ready to go? He's like, yeah. And I was like, are you telling me you're about to raw dog a 7-Eleven hot dog right now? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Like, the whole point is to put enough shit on it that you can't taste it anymore. Are you fucking kidding me? You're going to put that dirty dick meat in your mouth? Are you a serial killer? I was very concerned. But he's pretty, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, I used to date uh, comedians before that. I know there's some in the room. Uh, and there's not a lot of ladies. But if there were, imagine uh, that there are women here who are single and watching comedy for no reason. But imagine that that was a thing. Ladies, don't date a man whose name's on a list. Maybe just start there. Uh, it's bad. Um, <laughs> it was weird when I was I was with my ex because we were together for like three years. And I was like... I was a little bit worried. I was like, oh my God, like, can I handle this financially if he moves out? Because we lived together, we had a car together. And I sat down and I crunched the numbers and I was like, I've been paying for everything for three years. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> did he pay with his dick? I don't know what happened. The only difference is there's just gonna be like more peanut butter in the house. I won't have to buy a gallon of fucking milk every week because men survive on cereal and peanut butter when they're left alone. Did you know that? I have a gallon of milk at home. It's done. I haven't even used it. I bought it out of habit, and there's no loser to eat it. I don't know what to do. It's crazy. Save a lot of milk money. I'm going to try uh, these two things that I wrote very drunk, and I was like, say that out loud. I never did because I read it sober, and I was like, don't do that. Uh, but I'm going to do it now. Um, I was talking to someone about dabs, and I was like, why would you smoke dabs? Like, weed is so strong. And he goes... Dabs are like when you use a vibrator so much that dick doesn't feel good anymore. And I was like, you got the order wrong. <laughs> you use a vibrator because dick doesn't feel good. You fucking idiot. Man explaining vibrators. Suck my dick. Um, cool. <laughs> the other one, I don't know why I wrote this, but I like it. Uh, crotchless panties are kind of like uh, when you hate wedgies, but you love a good camel toe. You know? <laughs> okay, that's all for me. Thanks, guys. Yay.
Amanda Ledeo. That that last one is that's great. The camel toe one. That's oh, thanks. A, that's a that's a winner. That's not a that's yeah. not a bad drop. Okay, that's cool. I was like, why did you put that in your phone? Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Marty, you you're chomping at the bit. Uh, yeah, the bit at the beginning, the bit about the all uh, guys will go down to you because it doesn't work. I think you need to play up the fact that young guys won't go down to you at all. So it's like oh. you're <laughs> picking you're picking between the two, right? And uh-huh. that's like you, mm-hmm. you, you say that at the end, like you gotta choose what you want, but you play up that contrast a bit more. It's like oh they'll they'll dick you all night, but you'll never get head from him. and you'll get head all night from an old guy because his dick doesn't work. Okay. Like, right, so yeah, sure. like make it clearer. Okay. I like that. It was it was a great set. It's like <laughs> Do you have any questions from people? Because it seems like Oh, you have a. Yeah. I loved Granny fucking. Yeah, I thought I that was hilarious. Too, yeah. That was new because my static nerve is literally killing me right now. I'm wearing <gasps> heels like a fucking moron. They're not even heels, okay? They're this big, and I'm like, ah, my ass. So. <laughs> but but I would and I wouldn't mind it because I, I wrote down Granny fuck me with a smiley <laughs> face too. And <laughs> we're all yes. on the same wave like that. Can I have and, that? Um, <laughs> I wrote a little smiley of it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but I wanted a little explanation like okay. after it like. What exactly, like if with the say, ah, my sciatica, like you could actually say that and that would work. Okay, yeah. yeah. I have this stupid thing that I like to say when people are, I'm like, oh, my sciatic nerve's a real pain in my ass. Because <laughs> it's a real actual pain in my ass. <laughs> it's real. Oh, uh, for that joke about uh, ladies don't date comedians or something like yeah. that. Yeah, sorry, the, the everyone. <laughs> well, it's true shit. You should. <laughs> the, the line, uh, what was it? Ladies, don't uh, yeah la- name on the list unless it's Forbes. I don't know. Oh okay, tag, sure. You know. I, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. thinking of a way of tagging that up because yeah, yeah. it's like kind of vague, and I was like, yeah. I don't know. I need more examples. So yeah, maybe like list. Should I list things that are bad and then things that are good, or just like kind of do the contrast of like unless the list is like dudes with money. I don't know. The Forbes. raw dogging the Seven Eleven hot dog. <laughs> dudes one, with money, yeah. fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> The, the raw that's why I was like trying to make it. I don't know, whatever. Oh, I'm trying to make but the raw dogging the hot dog was really good. I think yeah, you could thanks. slow down on that bit and kind of because it's very relatable. It's true. You do want to get rid of the yeah, taste. You destroy the taste and, and shit your pants later. That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I know I'm going to get this word wrong because I didn't take Spanish. My kids did. But anyway, when it came to Marty's point about the choose your thing, uh-huh. my kids used to like to say, uh, por que lo, no los dos. Why not both? Oh. I yeah, fuck know. two dudes, an old one and a young one. You know, I like it. It's 2020. Yeah, it's 2020. <laughs> cool. It's the time. Nice. <laughs> Other comments? Nope. Oh, back here. I, I was going to say on the on the list thing, just the, the good list is Forbes list, but fuck, Trump's on that. Yeah. Ah, ugh. They probably all have little dicks and they'll go down on you too. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have that little dick energy to make money. I think that's the thing. All right, your next comedian. He's been giving really great comments all night, and I had a real fun time this afternoon on podcast with him. Clap your hands together for Lee Cox. Are you guys feeling more like a like a silly crowd or like a horny crowd? Silly? Both. Both is the correct answer. I think a lot of people want to yell horny, but they just don't have the balls for it. Uh, Well, both is actually a perfect answer because I recently found out that my dad died. All right, so that's where I lose the crowd. Uh, uh, 
that's usually where I lose everybody because I think I'm performing for like a lot of millennial audiences and they don't really want to hear about death because they all know how much they deserve to die. Uh, <laughs> but I found out I found out my dad died and it's it's a problem because uh, I do comedy. I know that's not super clear yet, but uh, <laughs> I do comedy, and so I go out to open mics, and uh, I don't, uh, it's all I want to talk about. I just want to talk about the fact that my dad's dead, and uh, I'm having trouble making it funny most of the time. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm, hav I'm having trouble making it funny, and part of me thinks, like, I just shouldn't, I shouldn't even try to make it funny, but I know that the universe wants me to because my father died with $69 in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know how much willpower it takes not to say nice when the coroner tells you that? <laughs> More than I have. <laughs> I kept it respectful, just a nice, mournful, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but since his death, I've found out some interesting things about cremation. Uh, it turns out that when you put a body in an oven, it doesn't cook all the way through on its own. They have to roll you over. <laughs> they have like a stick like a dedicated body poking stick at crematoriums. This is a real thing. And I'm just thinking about my dad passing from the material plane into the afterlife. <laughs> but he's just getting his ass jabbed with an old charred mop handle <laughs> like that. That doesn't seem right to me. Like he at least deserves one of those big spatulas from the wood fire pizza places, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I hope, I hope they had to roll him over like 17 times. I hope he put up a fight, you know what I mean? I hope somebody got fired it took so long to burn my dad, because he, wa he wasn't like a big part of my life, he wasn't really there in childhood, but I like to imagine like a big meaty, flame-retardant man. That's who I really... <laughs> that's who I picture in my head. But it does, it does beg the question, like with all this body turning, why hasn't crematorium technology caught up to 7-Eleven hot dog turner technology? <laughs> Because at least then, you know, his, they would seal in his flavor, which is, I think, what he would have wanted. That's it for me. Thank you, guys. Yay, Lee Cox. Well, you're perfect and hilarious. I, was, I wasn't even going to honk you because I was like, you should keep going because I got nothing to say. <laughs> I remember you came to my mic uh, last week, and you were like, I don't know if this is going to work. And I think you made it work like very well and there was a comic in Chicago who talked a lot about like dead family members and super dark stuff um, and there is a way to make it work I think that you did it in like a whimsical enough way yeah. that like it was funny no matter what and it it's also I don't know there was a little bit of absurdity in there too 
Um, it wasn't all just like, I'm going to talk about death, make everyone right. bummed out. It's like, I'm going to make this silly. So I think you did a really good job. I don't have any critiques. I just want to compliment you. You did great. Yay. Yay. Uh, feel like there's an opportunity, maybe it's a callback or something at some point to bring in 420 as well to compliment the 69th thing. Mm. <laughs> like you watch, you no, know, no, you see, no, 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 I would say. 420 degrees. The, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You like, you keep seeing the temperature go up and up and it stops at 420 degrees. You're like, damn it. So like, I have to do this. That's not, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then <laughs> the, the imagery of like the flat pan, uh, using like the flat yeah, like yeah, thing yeah, to yeah. flip them is hilarious. Like just keep adding on that imagery. Like there's an old, like the guy from the Italian restaurant is doing <laughs> it too. It's like some old sweaty Italian guy. Like that's a spice and meat yeah. ball. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then. The roller dog bit is amazing. Um, I I'm also picturing someone just sitting there with like a spit, like uh, like a like a like a pig spit or something. Just like, I'm sorry about that. Somebody's got to do it, man. Do you want you want a few turns or like yeah? The concept of mixing the insensitivity with the sensitivity is very funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say that um, I, I don't have anything to add to it. I just think your delivery and your timing is just perfect. Yeah, so you. I just just compliment for you this. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah. Yay! I, I am getting a lot of compliments. I do want to be clear: this set didn't work for a while. So <laughs> <laughs> I bombed with it for a while. I've got yeah. Yeah, I love. I, I'm. It made me laugh when you used the term when you said most of the time I can't. Or you know. Most of the time, I can't make it funny or something like that, which implied that there were times you yeah. <laughs> And also, um, were you, do you continue on with a bit? Like, what do you do with the ashes? Do you, like, divide them up or, you know, like, some for you, some for you? Uh, legit, his, his parents took them. So this is where we're at. Like, I'm not, okay, so I, I, I know that I took it into absurd places, but I do genuinely try to root what I'm doing in the truth. So I will, I'll think about that, but I'm still, like, working through. Like, he died a month ago. So this is oh pretty goodness. new material. Wow. And you already have th such a great joke about it. Thanks. That's insane. So not in a, I didn't mean do that pejoratively. <laughs> but that, no, I meant, like, in a good way. Like, wow, you, like, um, have been working through it, like, in real life. My old man's not died yet. I'm still making jokes about it. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was an awesome bet. They, they, they only, I had this vision. I, a younger version of me worked in a pizzeria. When you said about the pizza board going in, yeah. I just saw my old man Nick saying, he's going to be a while. You want a beer at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> so you flip them over. Any other uh, compliments or comments? Clap. Oh. Clap your hands together, everybody. It's Lee Cox. Yay. Oops, my music is out. Sorry about that. All right. Here we go. Uh, we have two more or three more comics we're going to give comments to, and then we'll have a set without comments. So put your hands together right now for Mike Hudak. Right, yes, I am, what, like 12th in line right now? Something like that? Uh, it's just like my sex life, so it's all good. <laughs> Usually 12th in line to perform. What's going on, guys? 
My name is Mike Hudak. Yeah, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, it's a birthplace of binge drinking. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Yeah, it's really fun. No, you know what? It, it, it's really, uh, I, I got to tell you, man, uh, the accent shit, it, it just drives me nuts, man. Everybody can do a Boston accent even though you've never been there. You know, everybody knows the Boston accent. Fucking drives me nuts. Yeah, I, I, did you know there's a third sexiest accent in the country? It was voted. It was recently voted. Third sexiest accent in the country. First place was uh, every other accent. <laughs> and then and second place was the grunts and screams of a chimpanzee. <laughs> so it's, it's, re <laughs> it's really fucking great. No, it sucks, man, because, like, uh, you know, having a Boston accent in 2020, it's really hard especially in 2020 America, really is, you know, because uh, I got a buddy of mine, he's got this kid, uh, tremendous painter, great musician, and I'm just like sitting there trying to compliment him. It's like, holy shit, dude, your kid is super fucking autistic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how fucking autistic your kid is, dude. <laughs> oh, it's nuts. Look at me like I'm an asshole. Fucking then, and then I get called a racist. That's the worst part. How the fuck can you call somebody from Boston a racist? We have no idea how to use our hot eyes. <laughs> oh, man. So I got a girlfriend at home, you guys. I know what you guys are thinking. You guys are like, uh, yeah, there's no way this guy's sexually active. Uh, uh The only way he's sexually active is he's jerking off on a fucking Stairmaster. No, I do. Well, I mean, it's actually an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I'm really good at relationships, you guys. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, no. It, we uh, we had a bad fight. We had a big blowout and everything like that. It was uh, the end of the relationship fight came down to the fact that um, I, I just finished crushing a 12 pack one day, right? And uh, she starts giving me shit right off the bat, you know, like, oh my god, fucking, you drink so much, Mike. You're an alcoholic. It like totally fucking ruined our breakfast. <laughs> a fucking nightmare, man. <laughs> ridiculous no i uh i i actually drink way too much that's part of my problem um had uh had some several beers uh before i drive usually it's not a very smart thing uh, i'm gonna end up killing somebody other than myself at some point i'm sure but no i uh i, I had to quit drinking for about 45 days i did um and the main reason was it was starting to cause health problems. You know, like I was starting to get that nice that bloated liver feeling right up here in the upper abdomen and everything like that. I mean, that shit was starting to blow out, you know, starting to become like the flotation device on American Airlines, you know. I'm I mean, I'm not even kidding, man. At this point, my liver is so big and black, one of the Kardashians might try to fuck it. All right. Sweet. Makes Lizzo look like Rihanna. Ugh. No, I am. I'm a fat piece of shit, you guys. I am. It's a true story. I am. I uh, my weight's at 330 right now. It's also my cholesterol level. Yeah. It's really embarrassing going to your drug dealer on a Saturday night trying to score blood pressure meds. <laughs> Free basing Lipitor over in the corner. It's a really good time, you guys. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, anybody ever blame their alcoholism on somebody else? That's just a fun question to ask. Uh, just try to get to know everybody. <laughs> I will say this, uh, just to kind of give you an idea of ho who I am as a person. Um, <laughs> uh, 
I get really agitated over like everything that comes up on the news and the media all the time. Like the some of the most ridiculous stories. Like, uh, did you guys hear this recent story about uh, always maxi pads? About how they're changing their uh, their packaging on their label and everything like that. Yeah, they are. Women in here didn't know that. Yeah, they are. They're changing it. They're getting rid of the uh, the international symbol for female. You know, the circle with the s the, the cross. And uh, they want to get rid of that because they want to be more inclusive. Because I guess men can have periods too. Did you guys know that? It's a, it's a real thing. Look, all right. What's your first name? Dave. If you're bleeding from your genitalia, okay, you don't need a maxi pad. You need antibiotics. Would you agree? Okay, that's not called menstruation. That's called chlamydia. Thank you, guys. My name is Mike Hudak. Mike Hudak. Um, Mike at, his comments. Right at the beginning, um, you said that Boston's are known for binge drinking. Binge drinking what? You could do something funny with that, like car bombs and Tom Brady come. Okay. <laughs> something weird and funny with that. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady. I was just going to say, uh, you, you said, yeah, I've got a girlfriend at home. I know what you're thinking. Whose girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that. Um the autistic, artistic bit, playing with the accent is good. Uh, say like keep like continue with the confusion, like like keep describing autistic things that are also artistic. Like oh, he's the colors and the shapes, he's got them all lined up perfectly and stuff like that. Like I used to do the joke where it's like you know what I'm talking about, like uh, plays piano real well, can't make eye contact, <laughs> like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah it's something Loves along those trains. lines. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something yeah, something along those lines. Uh, okay. Um, the Kardashian bit, that's it's just dated. Okay. Uh, the Lizzo was a good pivot, but I mean, I'd start with the Lizzo and maybe try to find something else or just leave it to Lizzo because I think okay. the Kardashian stuff is just it's just dated at this point. Okay. Yeah, for a cultural reference. Cool. Sounds good. I didn't like the uh, I didn't like the Lizzo Rihanna joke as a lady. I just wasn't a fan of it. Sorry. So I don't think I don't think it's necessary. I didn't okay. I didn't get it. I don't I don't know what either I don't know what Lizzo means. Oh, Lizzo is a. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Is that a person? Yeah, she's a rapper and she's a bigger gal. So like, make oh. the comparison of like it oh, makes her look like. Oh, so he's like doing now. a fat joke. Yeah, it's it's but yeah. He's, but he's fat, so he can make fat jokes, can't he? Not about other people. I feel oh, like okay, I don't know. All right. Maybe make it know. like Akon and Chris Brown. Akon and Chris Brown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Amanda, back to you. Sorry about that. Oh, didn't no, mean I to cut you off. Oh, okay. You're cool. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to make. Say anything weird there. Uh, uh, any other? Co we got comments for for Mike Hudak. Anybody? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cut, cut, jump, jump in there. Oops. You got to get to a microphone though. You got to get real close to a microphone. Okay. Find yourself uh, stumbling. If you feel like you're stumbling, mm -hmm. forget about that. Yeah. You've done this before. You'll do it again, and uh, it just sounds more confident. You just, you know, don't try to judge your own jokes while you're in the middle of a joke. Oh, cool. sure. Yeah. Gotcha. That's our, our, our uh, he's our videographer, Dom, everybody. Yay, Thanks, for Dom. the festival, yeah. Uh, but keep those, does anyone else have any other comments? Then clap your hands together for Mike Hudak, yay! No time for games on my savage mode. All right, couple comedians left on this, and then we're going to get to... 
signing up for the next show and all that stuff. Uh, hey, your next comedian. He's been giving great notes all night. Copy your hands together. It's Marty Cunny. Cut off, no, you are odd bitch. Rolling with the opposite, no, you are odd bitch. I'm on my block, you feel Hey, guys, how we doing? I'm uh, getting older. Some people like to say when they get older, they age like a fine wine. I'm aging a lot more like a cheap wine. Um and that I'm uh, the source of many college girls' most regrettable nights of their lives. Uh, and that if you see me in a bar, you should get out of that bar. And uh, I'm mostly like a cheap wine because I used to come in a bag, but now that my girlfriend's on birth control, I come in a box. Okay. Uh, that's gross. I won't apologize. That's gross. Uh, I got a mustache, if you guys haven't noticed. Uh, my girlfriend hates my mustache. She does not like it, uh, mostly because it gets us a lot of unwanted attention. Like uh, one night, I was uh, we were walking home, pretty drunk, and I I went down to tie my shoe, and I got back up, and I started like following behind her, and a car pulls up next to her, and I'm like, oh no, some guy's creeping on her, and I just kind of like speed up and start walking, and this guy looks more and more concerned, and I realized that he was trying to protect her from me, and uh, the predator was uh, me all along, guys. And so then I went up and grabbed her, and that didn't help. Uh, that's how I was like trying to show her, like, hey, she's with me. It's like, and then he, she kind of shrieked a little bit, and then the guy also like got more concerned, and then it was, uh, I don't know. It's a true story. I haven't figured out the end to you yet. Um, this is good to see a lot of people from around here. Is this a woke crowd? Are we woke people? Is this, does everyone know what woke means? I have to sometimes explain it. Uh, woke just means you're progressive. It means you're liberal, but also means you don't. Shut the fuck up about it. That's what being woke means. Uh, it's like social veganism, right? It doesn't count if you're not constantly telling everybody. And uh, it's important to be woke in San Francisco. This is like the capital of woke. This is the wokest place in America. We're so woke, we invented the all-gender bathroom here, right? That's, so this is where it started, okay? I mean, we just call it BART, but still, you know? It's, uh, if you guys have <laughs> visiting haven't had the chance yet, to <laughs> it's free. You don't have to pay. It's amazing. And... Uh, Everyone's welcome, and uh, you just don't eat sandwiches on board. That's the only rule they have. Um, I thought I was, uh, I, I, like, no one wants to hear about woke from this, guys. No one wants to hear about woke from a guy who looks like he has a lot of opinions about border security, you know? But uh, no one wants a lecture on progressivism from a guy who looks like a substitute teacher who teaches a class on racism, you know? Like, not the history of racism, but, like, how to do racism, right? But that's... <laughs> That's not a good look. And I thought I had like a lot of woke cred, and I realized all the podcasts I listened to were sponsored by dick pills and betting sites. I was like, fuck, I got some <laughs> course correcting to do. Joe Rogan led me astray. Uh, yeah, right? It's, but I'm j it's important to be woke in San Francisco because being woke will get you laid. Okay, right, guys? You got to be progressive in the streets to progress to those sheets. Okay? Uh, ladies, if he's woke, let him poke. All right? Let's start this. Decade off, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, what do I want to do? Um, I w did anyone here watch that, that boxing match a couple weeks back? Uh, the Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. It was a pretty big boxing match. I don't know. It was, it was cool. I was watching with a friend. and It was, uh, it was one of those really annoying friends that like always talks about fighting. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, USC, MMA, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know much about it. I was like, I was, I was like I, all, all I know is like, oh, yeah, the only fighting style I know is Krav Maga. And he's like, oh, Krav Maga's great, man. It's the coolest, coolest one. It's uh, developed by the Israeli Defense Forces. Like, what do you know about it? I was like, I don't know. I've just seen a couple guys use it. It looks cool. He's like, yeah, it's, it's really brutal. It teaches you to strike the most vulnerable areas of your opponent 
and and then you know and then get away from them to to safety and they, how he was like uh, yeah mostly just strike the groin and escape the situation i was like bro kicking someone in the nuts and running away is my only fighting style okay <laughs> i've been training krav maga since i was in second grade you don't need to go to a gym you just need to tell some four year, or fourth grader you fucked his mom and then you got a training <laughs> partner you know I also think it's pretty interesting that the uh, fighting style developed by the Jews teaches you to go for the jewels. Okay, guys, that's me. That's my time. Thank you so much. Marty Gunny, everyone. Marty Gunny. Um, I thought you could clean up describing Krav Maga a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that needs a little work, yeah. Um, at the beginning with the uh, the boxed wine, you could, like, uh, name a boxed wine. It's called Red Delicious. They calls my penis Red Delicious or her pussy's Pink Delicious, uh, Rosé. Um, following the lady, um, I'm now the predator. Prey becomes predator. Yeah, that's uh, that's the phrase I was looking for. Yeah. I can never find it. Yeah. And then um, with woke people, I wish woke was more like um, AA rather than the veganism. Why is that? Oh, I, I love. Oh, just because I wish it was more secretive. Like they just oh. talked in their own groups. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that it's anonymous. That's good, yeah, okay. But AA doesn't shut the fuck up about it either. To be absolutely <laughs> honest, they will. They are a cult, and they are try to indoctrinate every single one of us, and they will not shut the fuck <laughs> up about it. But that be <laughs> so it's the <laughs> same <laughs> as social veganism. Now I'm thinking of like a woke AA where they give you a chip for every month you haven't said the N-word. <laughs> 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 you, uh, uh, I just have a compliment. You had great timing today. Uh, Thank like you. it was like really spot on. So Thank great. You. With the guy in the parking lot, maybe you can end with having Krav Maga him, or maybe you know this whole episode with you being mistaken for a predator invokes some like new fetish where now you and your girlfriend like create these situations where you're sneaking around or okay. stuff. Or yeah, but the Krav Maga, I thought that was a cool opportunity for a callback there. Like the fight, maybe that boxing match was going to be the fight in the parking lot between you and this okay. dude over your girlfriend's honor. That's a good call. Thanks. Other other comments, compliments. Clap your hands together, Marty Cunny, yay! Yay, 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 we're gonna have enough time and it's gonna be great. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Dash Renault. I just stay on this mic. Uh, they say that too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Last week, I was so engrossed in a video game, I forgot to smoke weed. Uh, I've been making a lot of progress in my relationship recently. For a long time, not gonna lie, we were just Netflix and chill. Now we are Disney plus anal. Uh, I'm sure you've heard about all the crazy perverted shit that they hide in Disney movies. You've heard all the old wives' tales about the weird stuff that the animators hid in the movies. Well, I'll tell you what, you really start to notice it once you're fucking to it. Like, it really comes out of the woodwork. I used to think that the reason that I had a foot fetish was because of dial-up internet. Because in 1998, if you wanted to, like, bring up a porn image on the internet, you were done masturbating by the time only, like, a foot had loaded on the page. That was, like, all you got to see. But really, I think it happened much earlier than that. I think Disney is to blame for this. Disney set really unreasonable expectations of what a captive princess is supposed to look like. <laughs> like the, and the foot is a perfect example. All these Disney girls, the foot is just like a little dollop of paint. It's such an unrealistic expectation. But if you're out there trying to find someone with princess feet or trying to obtain princess feet, the real trick is big ankles. Because with a nice big ankle, you hide those moleoluses. You know, the Disney animators had no time for that. You know, it's just a nice, sleek, you know, brush stroke type motion. I like a girl with big ankles so much, I could date someone with diabetes. That's, that's how committed I am to that angle. Um, 
want to talk about the female gender for a second. This is a joke workshop. I, I figure like we'll write a joke in the process of this. Um, hold your hands up with me if you're if you're on the same page about this. Gender is a construct, right? Are we all we're aware of that now? We're we're at that point at this, and we understand that the female gender has been constructed under this patriarchal model. You know, it's just just defined around fragility and vanity and subservience. And I'm just wondering why are we keeping the female gender as a thing? Like, shouldn't we just be getting rid of it? You know, like, who has ever said, don't tell my son he can't become a nurse someday? You know, like, that's not, I feel like we're not actually trying to close the gap by bringing the genders together. I feel like we're just trying to port everyone over to the male gender. Nope. <laughs> no, that's a no. Uh, I'm not talking about getting rid of the female sex. The female sex is great. It's better than the male sex. Even better is female on female sex. That's the best kind of sex. Uh, people are scared of gay marriage. There are parts of this country where they still don't allow gay marriage, if you can believe that. And they think it's a slippery slope. You know, they're worried. You allow gay marriage today, tomorrow it's incest, then it's bestiality, and then, you know, who knows what. And I'm a slippery guy. I can get behind their reasoning there. I can think about that. And what occurred to me is counterintuitively, there's nothing wrong with hot lesbian twins. Now, first off, see, thank you. See, Pam agrees. So first off, there's, everyone loves some good hot lesbian twins, right? Like, there's nothing better than that. But second off, if you consider why we have a problem with incest in the first place, is we're concerned about two things. One, the power dynamic of someone abusing someone else that they're superior to. And two, the perils of inbreeding, right? But with hot lesbian twins, they're not inbreeding because they're lesbians. And there's no power imbalance because they're twins. So it's perfect. You know, it works out just fine. In fact, if there are any hot lesbians out there on the radio listening to this right now, and you're over the age of 18, but not too far over the age of 18, uh, my email address is Dashiell Renault. And feel free to share any photos or videos that you might want to send with me that you may have taken. Um, speaking of illicit photography people, have you ever tried to take a photo of somebody in public, but you forget to turn your flash off? Oh, they get so upset. They just get unreasonably upset every single time. At least their parents do. <laughs> oh. All right, folks, thank you. Hey, where you at? Josh, you, know, you stay up there. You stay, stay up, up there. You got edgy now. at the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. You got edgy. Um, I think that Princess Feet is a great name for a band. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And then um, after the diabetes thing, uh, spell it out a little bit more. Uh, she has no feet, just ankles. Because <laughs> diabetes, they lose their feet, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. yeah. she gets her foot That's amputated. as small as it gets. Yeah, <laughs> she ain't got no feet. Mm. She's got an ankle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a little, I think the whole, like, feet explanation stuff, it got a little confusing. Like, I kind of, like, lost it by the time you got to the, the, the bit about the broad strokes, and it was just, like, I really didn't know where you were worth it. You got out of it okay, but it just, like, I got lost in the middle there. Maybe that's just me, but it felt like it was kind of all over the place. Uh the bit about the dial-up porn, that's funny. Uh, it also explains why you're a left-handed jerker, because you needed your right hand on the ready in case <laughs> anything went wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, I think you're you're clearly like you're you're going for like kind of a, a preachy and then reverse it on yourself. Like I'm the I'm actually the creep here. Uh, when you got to the the bit about like the the, the gen trying to do away with the gender roles, right? Um, but I think you just need to get to it quicker because it just felt like you were preaching for longer and it just kind of just kind of lost it. And that's what you kind of felt it. Right. You kind of knew like, oh, shit, like no one's <laughs> feeling this. Right. And just get 
you got to get to the part where you're a dickhead a bit quicker, or it's got to punch a lot harder if you're going to have that long of a setup. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to address the the flip side of the hot lesbian twins. It's like, and hot gay twin dudes, okay? Like that's also okay. Like, but it's if you don't address it, then it just sounds like you just. Sound, this sounds like boomer humor. It's like, yeah, well, what about twins, huh? <laughs> like that's. That's all right. And then the the thing about like you're like over 18, 16 in Nevada or something like that. Like name <laughs> name all the 16-year-old states cuz you look like you know them. Cutting. On the uh on the diabetes one, I thought you could have said something about, you know, you're interested in dating. I thought it could be worth a shot. <laughs> Oops. Big ankles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the same thing as Marty. I think the patriarchy joke—it's a little too preachy for too long, with not big enough hit at the back. Also, I'm not sure like how many people want to listen to a fucking a dude talk about the patriarchy. And back here, I hate to be the one that has this knowledge, but there is a lesbian twin uh, couple. They're called the Barbie Twins. Uh, so somebody will be like, oh, yeah, you know, so just know that up front. April, April Gallaty with the nuggets of important information, Ed. I, I used to manage a porn store, so I oh, got all fantastic. the information. Fantastic, yes. Can you get me a discount? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on the, on the download speed, maybe you could say, instead of focusing on how far it had gotten, maybe just something specific showing up, like, oh, by the time the areola showed you know, appeared or something. All right. Clap your hands together, everybody. For Dash Renault. All right, we have one last comic for you tonight. We don't give him comments because we don't have time. Uh, hey, but this is he's a regular here at Joke Workshop. Put your hands together for Jason King. Yeah. Woo! How's it going? How's it going? Um, so my grandma died today, uh, and I feel awful. Because honestly, I cried more for Kobe. <laughs> like, Grandma was good, but she wasn't the goat. You know? Like, she raised me since I was a baby, but she didn't have five rings. <laughs> like, she used to give me candy every day, but I always ball the rappers up and yell, Kobe. <laughs> yeah. I think it's wild how, like, we cry less for family members than, like, a character in a movie. You know, because like your family will call you and you'll be like, hey, your second cousin died. And you'll be like, oh, no, who's that? (laughs) Right. But then you'll be watching a movie with your family like, what? No. Why him, grandma? Not Mufasa. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Does anybody here listen to slow jams? Any? uh, Yeah. So I don't listen to sex music during sex because it makes me look bad. Right? And singing about like candles and rose petals and hot oils. I can't afford that. Right? I've seen the prices at Bed Bath and Beyond. And I have no more 20% discounts. Yeah. Also, there's no better way to tell a girl you don't love her than with a Costco candle. <laughs> yeah. Also, they're singing about like breaking headboards. Like, I can't be replacing headboards. I just said I can't afford candles. <laughs> also, the neighbors knowing your name, I like my rent-controlled apartment, all right? I don't need my neighbors complaining, and I certainly don't need them having a name to complain about. 
I listened to another song the other day. It's like, love you all over, over and over and over and over and over again. That's eight times. That's way too many loads. That's like Oprah-level loads. It's like everybody's going home with a load. A load for you, a load for you. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there should be a poor man's sex music, you know? Like kids bop for people that jizz upon entry. You know? Like a, my mind's telling me no, but my body, my body needs a nap first. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that music wasn't made for me. It's just like a way for artists to like secretly declare their, their sexual talents in song, right? They can't like proclaim it like normally or else it would sound like, attention, attention to all women with the radio or phone or access to any social gathering that involves music. I have a large dick <laughs> and I am so anxious because it seems like you're ready. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. That's it. <laughs> Thanks. Put your hands together for Jason King, everyone. Well, thank you all. That was a really great joke workshop that we had there. Uh, coming up at 8 o'clock is the second for the tapes. So we're going to be uh, recording tapes from 8 to 10 for comedians, which is great. You're totally welcome to stay and watch everybody. Uh, but we're going to ask that everybody be a super awesome audience and clap because they're tapes and we want to make them really, really good and, and keep the energy up. It's going to be super fun. We're going to be each other's audience. And thank you so much for being here for Joke Workshop. And I'm going to send out the list just because there's a lot of people in the room that are part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. There's a party tomorrow night at Asiento, which is the bar that looks like the interstellar galactic stuff on the corner there. And there's going to be free food and we're going to have a little bar tab. And they're one of the sponsors of the festival. So that's tomorrow night at 8.30 if you want to chill with everybody. But also you should know there's like a ton of open mics tomorrow in the city because it's Tuesday and same thing with Wednesday. Um, cool. We're going to take a break. I'm going to take a fucking break. And we'll be back at 8 o'clock uh, for the tapes. Taking all the money. Taking all the hundreds, fifties, in the twenties. Looking past me, I'm trying to see if somebody looking at me. Is they staring at me? Taking all this money, you know. I got 30 seconds, spend to be in and out. Got my local bag filled with all this money, you know how. Got, got the alarm, you know, that it's going off. Got the police, you know, that they outside waiting for us, you know. We ain't walking out now. Go upstairs, you know how. your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 
2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 